You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 28. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer, cycle instructor, and fitness ambassador. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back, team. I'm super excited about today's episode. My name is Kim Eagle, and the Earn That Body podcast is designed to give you information about health, fitness, and nutrition to help you get to the next level. Now, today we're going to talk about protein powder, and I actually had put a post up several weeks ago on Facebook to ask you all what type of protein powder you use, if you do in fact use one, so that I could make a chart for you, including how many calories it has, the carbs, the protein, fat, sugar, pretty much everything you need to know about your protein powder. I put it in a chart so you could compare all the different protein powders out there and then I let you know if it's eagleized. And something that's eagleized is my little word I call it is would I eat it. So that chart is going to be available to you. I'll tell you how to get it after this podcast. But the entire episode today we're going to talk about protein powder, what I use for protein shakes, why I use what I use, what I look for in protein shakes, and what determines if it is in fact eagleized. Now I want to preface this all by saying that especially in this episode, this is really my opinion. This is not some type of research that's been done. I went ahead and researched each protein powder for you all and and simply included the basic facts of how many carbs it had and how many grams of protein. All of that was your basic facts that I got online, but there's definitely a huge component of this episode that's my opinion. And so by no means do you have to do what I do, but everybody always asks me, what do I eat? What do I drink? Why do I make these choices? And this episode is exactly all of that about protein powder. So let's get right into this topic. I want to start off by talking about what most people think about protein powder as to why they eat them. So a lot of people I ask, do you think that protein powder is an easy way to get a lot of protein. Is that why you're having it? Because it's easy to get protein through a protein powder. Or some people actually take protein powder because they think it's healthy for them. It's almost like a vitamin. They think, oh, healthy people drink a protein powder in their shake, so I'm gonna have that too. And then some people use protein powders in shakes as meal replacements. They're trying to lose weight and they think, oh, I'm gonna have this protein shake that includes this protein powder in it because I wanna have that for my meal because that's what's gonna help me lose weight. So let's discuss those three things. The first one being that protein powder is not the only way to get protein in. So even though a lot of people think it's the only way they can get a lot of protein easily. It's simply not true. There's so many real foods that have great protein without all these extra ingredients that these protein powders are including. So just sort of my top 10 ways to get protein from real food, my favorite, as most people know, is an organic Greek yogurt. The amount of protein in one cup of yogurt, Greek yogurt that is, is almost always more than one scoop of protein powder. So obviously that depends on which protein powder, but you would be amazed at how much protein is in one scoop of Greek yogurt. Number two, eggs. 
Eggs are some of the most fantastic whole protein you can get in your body. And they honestly, the research is showing now that this is not a cholesterol issue anymore. If Even if you have high cholesterol, you can still eat whole eggs. That being said, always ask your doctor. But a lot of that research is showing that eggs are the best way to get the most complete source of protein in your body. That means the egg white and the yolk as well. The third thing I love to eat, peanut butter. Everybody knows I love peanut butter. It has great protein. Number four, string cheese. Well, that's super easy to grab. It has nice protein in it as well. How about edamame? It's actually loaded in protein, so a good one, definitely when you go out for sushi. Turkey slices, another easy grab. You need to get some protein in, grab a couple turkey slices. How about almonds? Fantastic, and you also are gonna get that nice fat in it, that healthy fat that your body needs. Tuna, whenever I need to boost some protein, I usually have tuna for lunch or even sometimes at dinner. Tuna is a great way to get the protein high. Some people love beef jerky. It's an easy grab and it's high in protein, although I will say watch your sodium. And then there's something called kefir. I actually, I I don't drink this very often, but it's a low fat, creamy, drinkable yogurt. And again, these yogurts are very high in protein. So I just listed 10 things that are honestly pretty easy to grab to get your protein up, to get high protein, to get that in your system. And so I just wanna say that if you're grabbing a protein shake full of protein powder because you think it's the only or easiest way to get protein, just start thinking about these other 10 ways or 10 items that you could eat to be getting it without a protein powder. Now the next one is that people think drinking protein shakes with these protein powders are healthy. But I just wanna let you know, nowhere does it say that protein powders are healthy. And I've just researched about 20 of your top picks that you guys gave me of protein powders, and wow, let me tell ya, some of the ingredients I see in these protein powders are not healthy at all. So by no means should you assume that a protein powder is healthy. First of all, some of them are so high in calories. Some are so high in artificial ingredients. And so protein powders are just not all good for you. And I just want to put it out there. A protein powder does not mean it's healthy. Now this last one, how many people are drinking protein shakes to replace a meal because they want to lose weight? This is not the best idea as well. So just so you know, I never tell my clients to have a protein shake instead of a meal. I always say use a protein shake as a snack, primarily after a workout, because it does help you get recovery when you get that protein in after a workout. It's a great snack, but it's not a meal. It really shouldn't be used as a meal, in my opinion, as I talked about earlier. This is my opinion. I would not use it as a meal. Let me tell you why. Because we really cannot live on a liquid meal. And so maybe you are drinking one or two of your meals, hopefully not three meals a day, but people who generally are drinking their meals are then going to go back to solid food. Well, what do you think happens? They lose some weight while they're drinking their meals, but as soon as they go back to solid food, they usually gain the weight back and sometimes a lot more weight than they did originally. So drinking your meals with a shake is really not the best way to lose weight and I certainly do not recommend it. Okay, 
Now, if you're an athlete or you work out and you wanna get those print, those 20 grams of protein within 45 minutes of your workout, which is what is recommended to help those muscles recover, you definitely do need to get protein in and you wanna get it in fairly quickly after you work out. So I used to use protein powder as that way to recover after those workouts too. It's a nice, simple way, as what most people are seeing. It seems like the easiest way to get in that high protein so the muscles can recover within that 45-minute range of the workout. Well, I want to tell you a little story. So many of you have already heard my story. I wrote a blog on it a couple years ago. But this is why I have chosen to no longer use protein powders in my day, in my life. So I was using a vegan organic brand, I'll say it, I'll say what it is, I was using Garden of Life protein powder, and it is one of the protein powders on my list today that you'll get after the show. Um, Two years ago, this protein powder and several other protein powders were found to have heavy metals in them. When I found this out, I have to tell you, I was somewhat devastated. So I'm not vegan, but the Garden of Life uh, protein powder that I was ingesting is a vegan organic brand. So I'm thinking it's vegan, it's organic, it comes from Whole Foods. I mean, this is obviously top of the line. Well, when I found out that this particular brand was found to have heavy metals in it, I was so upset because I work so hard to eat clean. And it is my goal in my life to just live a clean life because I feel good by eating healthy, eating clean, eating organic. And I was like, oh my goodness, after all of the work that I put into eating healthy, it's gonna be this protein powder that takes me out in life because I'm ingesting heavy metals every single day because I was drinking the protein powder every day because I work out almost every day. And so I realized, well, that's a lot of heavy metals that I probably just took in. And I have to say, I really was sort of distraught that that this had happened. And I got to a point where I said, you know what? I cannot use supplements anymore because the reality is protein powders, supplements of any type, they are not regulated by the FDA. So that's why they can have heavy metals in them because nobody's regulating these. And it's gonna happen, unfortunately. There were other brands like Shakeology was included in a brand that was found to have heavy metals in it. And it was just a really big eye-opening, awakening moment for me that if I'm gonna ingest something like this almost daily, I'm not gonna take a chance anymore of having protein powders or any type of supplements because they're not regulated, because at the end of the day, even though it has a list of ingredients on it, we truly do not know what is in those protein powders. So I stopped using all supplements at that point. It's a personal choice for me. I'm not telling all people that you have to give up supplements. Again, this is just how I felt. I did the research and to me, it just seemed like it was not a good fit for my life. So what I did was I said, I still need this protein, especially as an athlete. I still need my 20 grams within 45 minutes of working out, all that. So I went ahead and created what I call the Eagle Shake. And so many of my clients already are smiling right now because it's your favorite shake. And I've posted it in blogs and I've been on TV showing the Eagle Shake. And after this show, uh, it'll be part of what I give out today um, that you can get online is I have actually four recipes now for the Eagle Shake. And so they're all 
real food protein shakes that you can make at home and they're super easy. So you'll get all four of these different recipes after the show. So that's sort of what happened to me and that's what I decided to do as to why I was not any longer gonna have protein powder. Now, that all being said, there's protein powders out there and tons of people are drinking them and it is an enormous industry. It is amazing to me how big this industry has gotten. And I think it's important that if you are gonna take a protein powder, and, and I don't look badly on you, I don't look down on you if you do, that's still totally fine and there's some great choices out there and I just wanna help you make the best choice possible for what you're looking for in a protein powder if it is something that you're going to have. Or maybe you're gonna have it once in a while, which is fine as well. I mean, if you were to have it once in a while, it's probably not gonna hurt you. Again, I don't do it, but I just wanna sort of educate you as to the type of things that you should be careful of and cautious of when you're picking your protein powder. So the first thing I wanna talk about is what, what are you looking for in your protein? Okay, your, what type of protein are you actually looking at? So most popular thing you're gonna see in protein powders are whey, whey protein. There's also casein or what's called a milk protein. There's the egg white protein and there are plant proteins. Now, what is whey? That's the one you're gonna see most often. And whey protein is derived from milk. Whey is by far the most popular type of protein used in the protein powders. And for most people, it's the all best. It's sort of the all around choice in terms of taste. It's the one that tends to taste the best. The quality is the highest and the cost seems to be most reasonable. It's also generally much faster and easier to digest. So it can get in the system quickly, which is generally why a lot of these protein powders are choosing whey as the main source of protein. Now the casein or that milk protein is another milk protein derivative. There are also egg white protein powders out there. That's a great option for people who can't have dairy. So if you have any dairy sensitivities, do not be fooled. Whey protein could definitely be causing you some problems because it is in fact dairy. And then the last protein, the plant protein, is becoming very popular right now in a lot of the protein shakes. Uh, among the vegetable source proteins, you'll see it's, they have the soy protein, rice protein, pea protein. Those are the most popular. There's soy and hemp protein as well. All these different sources of plant proteins that you can now find in your protein powders. So it's a great option if you do need to be dairy free, you could go with a plant protein and that is certainly a nice one that you can pick. So I do wanna just preface and put it out there that since whey protein is the most popular and what you'll find in most protein shakes, this is what is said about whey protein. So it says, well, this is from WebMD, just so you know. It says whey protein is likely safe. And that is in bold, likely safe for most children and adults when taken by mouth appropriately. High doses can cause some side effects such as increased bowel movements, nausea, thirst, bloating, cramps, reduced appetite, tiredness, fatigue, and headache. There are special precautions and warnings for pregnancy and breastfeeding. There is not, it says, enough reliable information about the safety of taking whey protein if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. Stay on the safe side and avoid use. So after hearing that, does it ever make you wonder if you should be ingesting whey protein daily? I mean, it is quote, likely safe, but 
it kind of makes me concerned. And sometimes I'm like, well, if a pregnant person should not be using it, if a breastfeeding person should not be using it, should I be using it every single day? It's just something I want you to think about and something to realize that just because this ingredient is popular and just because it is in the majority of protein powders, we don't truly know if it's good for us, how often we should have it, how much we should have. You know, likely it's fine, but again, I just have gotten to a point where these kind of warnings or concerns, they make me a little nervous. So I just, again, want to spread the information that I find. And also just, you know, if you're allergic to cow's milk, you definitely want to avoid using the whey protein. So that's the first thing that I look at when I look at a protein powder. Where is the source of the protein coming from? The next thing I look at is the sweetener. What is being used in this protein powder to make it taste good, right? Now, I'm going to start this off by telling you that if you have diabetes, you do need to listen to your doctor and not my opinion right now on sweeteners because there are some of these sweeteners that are out there and that is what a diabetic, unfortunately, needs to be taking in because you don't have the option that other people have for taking in other types of sugars. So if you're a diabetic, you have to stick with what the doctor tells you. Even if I tell you that I would not have that sweetener, I always want you to stick to your doctor's orders. Okay, so sweeteners is definitely a place where a lot of these protein powders are getting not eagleized on my chart. I'm pretty particular about sweeteners of what is acceptable and what is not, and there's not a lot of halfway room in the middle. So anything that says sucralose, which is Splenda, is an absolute no, okay? That's an off the charts, it's a no, it's not equalized, it's not allowed, I tell my clients not to have it. End of story, all right? Anything that says artificial flavors, I'm not going to eat. It is artificial. It says it right there in the ingredients, artificial flavors. I'm not going to eat that either. Aspartame, you don't see it actually in a lot of protein powders because most of them are using sucralose as their artificial sweetener. Erythritol is a sugar alcohol that I will not eat as well. It can cause gas and bloating and some digestive issues, and it's a processed artificial sweetener. So erythritol, I am not going to eat. Then there's one that I have not talked about a lot, but I did find it in a couple of these protein powders, and that is the maltodextrin. So it is an artificial, it's a highly processed sweetener, I should say. And that is something that I'm not going to eat anything that is highly processed. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit more about maltodextrin. It is a white powder made from corn, rice, potato, starch, or wheat. And even though it comes from plants, it is highly processed. That's what they say about it, highly processed. Maltodextrin is generally used as a thickener or filler to increase the volume of a processed food. It's also a preservative that increases the shelf life of packaged foods. So it's basically an inexpensive and easy uh, thing that they can produce that will make the product thick and make it last on a shelf. To me, that is just not important. I would rather have something that will not last on a shelf. Uh, I don't want anything processed for that reason. So maltodextrin, you might take a look in your protein powder. Is it in there? Again, it, it is approved. You know, you're allowed to have it, but to me that doesn't say much because we have a lot of things that are approved in the United States to, that we can eat that are no longer approved in other countries. So just because it's approved in our country, I just can't say that 
that makes me feel confident <laughs> by any means. All right, so after looking at sweeteners and what type of protein it is, the next thing that's really important to me is, is it the source of protein primarily organic? So organic food is definitely important to me. It doesn't have the pesticides on it. These are things that, again, if you're ingesting this day after day after day, I just feel like all of these pesticides and chemicals and things sort of add up in the body. So if the protein source is not organic, then it's not something that I want to ingest. I only, again, I... I Definitely only eat organic dairy, meat, fruits, and vegetables, I would say 98% of the time. So I just said organic dairy. Well, if you think about this whey protein, I just talked about the fact that it is dairy. So why would I not want my whey to be from an organic source? Now, most of the protein powders out there do not have organic whey. So that's, again, something you have to make a personal choice of what's important to you. So a lot of the protein shakes that you're going to see on the chart that I give you guys after the show are not eagleized simply because they're not organic. Does that mean you should not eat them? No, you can make any choice you want. But just remember, the word eagleized means, well, I eat it. So if the protein source was not organic, then you know I'm not going to eat it. Now, the last thing that I look for in a protein powder, and basically in all supplements, even though I don't... Do do you hear that? That's Penny, my dog. She likes to moan. Obviously, I woke her. Um, Any supplement or protein powder that has Chinese herbs in it. This is an interesting one, and this is something, the, the last thing that I look for in a protein powder or a supplement. Again, I don't eat protein powders or supplements, but this is something that I look at for all of you. Now, my background is in Eastern medicine. I went to graduate school for four years, studied every single Chinese herb available. We use Chinese herbs to treat our patients every single day. Now, what I learned in Eastern medicine is one, that food is fuel. Two, that food is very powerful in our life. And three, that these herbs are basically medicine. So why would I take an herb every single day? You shouldn't. There was was basically no herbal formula that I ever made a patient that I said, you should have this every day for the rest of your life. And yet, a lot of companies, especially protein powder companies and even vitamin companies, are including Chinese herbs in their list of ingredients. Now, again, if you took this shake once in a while, it's probably fine. But if you're drinking your protein powder shake every single day, and so many people are, is it really okay to have that Chinese herb every single day? I don't know. I think it depends on the herb. I think it depends on the amount of the herb. All I know is I don't want to take that chance because I studied these herbs and the herbs that they are putting in protein shakes, powders, and vitamins, those are pretty powerful herbs and that's why they're adding them because they want to be able to say, oh, and this shake includes ginseng, which gives you more energy. Well, ginseng is a pretty powerful herb. And honestly, I think that if you ingest it every single day, Over time, who knows what it's doing to the body? And again, they're not doing research on these protein powders. So 
I don't know what they're going to say in 10 years. Who knows what they're going to find out? So I just have to do my best research and make my best decision, which is if a protein powder shake or supplement has a Chinese herb in it, and I'm going to be taking this powder or shake or supplement every single day, like a vitamin, a lot of vitamins now have Chinese herbs in them. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to take something that has Chinese herbs in it. And there are some shakes today that I'm going to talk about that you guys had listed on Facebook that you're eating that have Chinese herbs in them and that some of them have a concern for me of what type of Chinese herb that actually is. Now, it's funny because I had this conversation with someone once and they said, well, I talked to that vitamin company and I talked to them about your concern about the Chinese herb that's in it. And they basically said the amount of the herb is so negligible that it wouldn't do any harm. And my comment back to something like that is if the amount is so negligible, then you're not even getting the function of the herb and it won't even benefit you, right? It's not gonna bring you that energy if it's such a tiny amount. So basically what these companies, in my opinion, are doing is they just wanna be able to say, oh, it has ginseng in it for energy. But then if they're using such a negligible amount because they're so concerned about someone having it too much too often, well, they're not even getting the functionality of the herb, in which case it shouldn't even be included. It's basically like a marketing ploy, in my opinion. Again, I have to keep saying that because all of this is basically an opinion. But it is my opinion that I will not eat a product that has a Chinese herb in it, especially something if it's daily, all right? So we're gonna talk about a couple of the shakes that have concerning herbs in them. And those are the main things that I look at in the protein powder. So just as a repeat here, I look at the source of the protein. I wanna look at the sweetener. What are they using to sweeten the protein powder? I look at to see if it's organic and also if there are any Chinese herbs in it. So all of those things I will have listed for your shake that you had put on Facebook in the chart that you can get after the show. So let's go ahead and dive right in to some of the protein powders that you guys are using. So I'm going to talk about some of the big ones and then I have several more that are on the chart that I'm not going to cover in the podcast right now, but you can definitely read about them in the chart. Now this first shake definitely gets me going just a bit. And I don't want to go into it too much because I'm not here to, to draw any negative attention onto a certain product or a certain company. But this one, a lot of you guys have heard of, and it is Shakeology. It is basically sold through um, Beachbody, and it is sold through the pyramid marketing type platform. Well, there's nothing wrong with any of that. That's all fine. My biggest problem with Shakeology is for one, it was listed as one of those companies that did have heavy metals. And this was years ago, and hopefully they changed that formula and that's not part of it anymore. But I will say that their attitude when they were addressed back years ago, you know, when they were questioned about these heavy metals in their product, their response was that heavy metals are natural and that it's okay. 
And really, it's not okay. And you can go back and you can read it on your own. Again, I'm not here to to talk about the company, but heavy metals are natural, and there is a certain amount of heavy metal in the in the soil and our foods, things like that. But it, it doesn't mean it's okay. It's not something you want to ingest just because it's in the soil, and it's something that you still need to be cautious of. So, for one, I wasn't happy with how they handled that situation. Also, I've been told by many people that um, Shakeology, it's it, incredibly expensive. You have to get it on a monthly basis. I really don't feel like we need to be ordering a protein powder and having it delivered every single month. I just, it just seems like overkill. We don't need something like that. That's, I mean, this is a processed package basically, right? It's not like they're delivering real food to your door. So I don't like that. I've also heard Shakeology is so difficult if you want to stop and cancel your order. They make that difficult and then not to bring this up, but I heard it gives you the worst gas ever. And that's generally not a highlight. Nobody really wants that. But besides those things, I just had to get that off my chest. Besides those things, probably the biggest thing that I do not like about Shakeology and why it is not eagleized by any means, for one, it's not organic. And they go into so much hype about how the products that they use are so well-made and natural, this and that. But in fact, the source of their protein is not organic. So that alone would mean I wouldn't eagleize it. But the next reason why I definitely wouldn't eagleize it is because they have so many Chinese herbs in it. Um, one herb in particular is called cordyceps. And it's funny because that that herb totally caught my eye when I saw that in the list of ingredients. And cordyceps is really not something that you want to be taking daily. So it is a Chinese herb and I remember studying it. It's a very powerful herb. There's ma- there's many side effects of this herb as well. And so I just I don't think it's necessary that it be inside of this protein powder. So I am not going to eagleize Beachbody's Shakeology um, for all of those reasons, but primarily because of the herbs in it and it's not organic. The next one that was pretty popular, lots of people are taking Arbon, the Arbon protein powder. Um, this one has the maltodextrin in it, which we talked about. And so that's kind of a bummer. Almost everybody is using Stevia as their sweetener. Stevia is not my favorite, but it is approved. Uh, but Arbon does use maltodextrin. At least they use it in the chocolate flavor. So that would be one reason that I personally would not eat it. Another thing I was really surprised about on the Arbon is the sodium level is 480 milligrams. That was higher than any other protein shake out there. And they have ginseng in it as well. So that's one of those Chinese herbs that I personally would not have daily. It's not organic and it's not eagleized. So it's got a lot of great qualities in it. There's a lot of great things about Arbon, but because of the maltodextrin, the high sodium, the ginseng, not organic, I just really can't eagleize it for you. Now, another product a lot of you guys were using was the Orgain, the Orgain protein powder. This one is sweetened with stevia, but it's also sweetened with erythritol. Bummer. Um, I don't like the erythritol. It's that uh, sugar alcohol. It sometimes can give people digestive issues. So if you're someone who is taking a protein powder and you notice that you're always bloated and gassy after, you might want to check and see if it has erythritol or even the maltodextrin in it because sometimes that can give you that side effect. 
Uh, in the Orgain, uh, it does not have Chinese herbs. It is organic, which is fantastic, but I am not going to eagleize it because of the erythritol. It's not something that I personally would eat. Okay, now we've got the raw garden of life. Remember I told you this is the one that I used to eat. So they've got different types and this goes for all the shakes you should know. The raw garden of life and then they also have one that's the garden of life plant protein. So they have different shakes with different protein sources. The basic raw garden of life does have erythritol in it. So that's a no-no in my opinion. It has fairly high sodium, 390. That was the second highest sodium con uh, level in a protein shake that I found. It it is organic, so that part's great. It does not have Chinese herbs in it. That part's great. But they did have heavy metals in it all those years ago, and I never got a confirmation if that ever was resolved. They had said they were going to resolve it by 2015, and I never saw if that had been tested again. So it concerns me a little bit. It's not going to be eagleized. Now, but what about the other Garden of Life product? This plant protein only uses stevia. So that's a really interesting thing that I need to bring up here is that not all products of the same brand are equal. And I've definitely said this before in other shows about the protein bars and whatnot. So here's a product made by the same company, but they don't use erythritol for the plant protein uh, powder. And so they just use stevia. And let's see, the, the sodium content's a lot lower. It's like almost half, it's 180. But on this one, let's see, it is organic, so that's all good. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and eagleize it. It's hard for me to eagleize it though, because again, it's the raw garden of life that had heavy metals in it at one time. But based on the things I'm telling you and what I see today, if if heavy metals were not part of the program here, then I would actually eagleize that particular shake. Another one I see that a lot of you are eating is the Isogenics Shake. So Isoline, I believe is what it's called, and they use Stevia. And let's see, their sodium levels are, they're okay, 265, not terrible. They do not have any herbs in it, but it's not organic. So because of that, I personally will not eagleize it because again, we've talked about the fact that I want an organic protein source. So Isogenics does not have that. I'm gonna jump down to one that I have never heard of, but someone posted it, the Natural Citizen. Well, for one, it doesn't even have a flavor in it. So I guess you need to maybe use your own fruit or something to give it some flavor. And that, which is totally fine by me. Uh, basically, there's no sweetener in it at all. It's very low calories. It doesn't even have sodium listed. So I have to guess it doesn't have sodium in it. There's no herbs in it. It is organic. So yes, I am going to eagleize the natural citizen protein powder. Now, my question is, what the heck do you think it tastes like? I have no idea. I mean, the fact that it doesn't even come with a flavor and there's no sweetener in it, obviously they are leaving it up to you to sweeten it, which again, I have no problem with that. Let me put a banana in it, some you know fresh blueberries, all good. I have no idea what it tastes like. If you're out there, natural citizen, and you wanna send me a sample, I would be curious if it was something I would eat. Okay, here's a good one, Tara's Whey. A few of you are drinking Tara's Whey and it is sweetened with stevia, which is fine. Uh, very low sodium, no herbs, it is organic. Yes, I'm gonna eagleize Tara's Whey. 
The last one I'm gonna talk about is muscle milk. So I do have clients who eat this. It's called muscle milk and they have different different types. So again, as I said, you, you have to look at each different product of the brand when you're looking at the label. You cannot just assume that because one doesn't have a artificial sweetener that the other one doesn't. So Muscle Milk has an organic protein powder, and then they have one called Muscle Milk Genuine, which must be their standard protein powder. In the Muscle Milk Organic, they use Stevia, but they also use carrageenan in it. Now carrageenan is something you do not want in your dairy. It is one of those no-no things you don't want in it, bad, bad. So they do have, even in their organic one, unfortunately, carrageenan in it. So because of that, I can't equalize it too bad because it is organic and it doesn't have any herbs in it. And I was hoping because they went out of their way to make this organic product, it would be allowed. But carrageenan, if you ever see that in any of your dairy, in your sour cream, in your yogurts, don't get it. You can always find a brand that doesn't have it. I could do a whole episode and I will on carrageenan, but it's not something we're gonna go into now, but you don't want it in your food. So the other one was the Muscle Milk Genuine. That must be their basic brand. It has maltodextrin in it. It has artificial flavor in it. It has sucralose in it. It has like every bad thing in it possible. Um, There are no herbs in it, but it's not organic. And because of all those artificial sweeteners that they pretty much have the worst of the worst, I would say no muscle milk. So you definitely don't need to pick up any of that. Now, the rest of your options that you talked about, I'm gonna go ahead and it's gonna be included in the chart. I have everything in there from Epigenetics, Vega, Whole Foods brand, even You Can as well. Lots of other brands that you had listed are on the chart. Go ahead and check them out. Just so you know, almost all of these, I tried to pick the same flavor. I tried to pick the chocolate flavor. But again, what you need to remember is that the vanilla flavor could in fact be different. So like maybe it doesn't have erythritol or carrageenan if it was a different flavor, but I certainly couldn't look up every single flavor of every brand. But it's something worthwhile that you should know. Don't just assume ever that just because the brand is great for one product that it is for all the products, which is a total bummer because sometimes you just want to be able to trust the brand and not have to do all that research every single time. All right, well, this is a lot of information today. This was one of my longest podcasts I've done, but I think it's a really important one because so many people are using protein powders and everybody's using it for a different reason. And I don't expect you all to be as picky as me and so many of the protein powders that I did not eagleize in the chart, it was simply because they're not organic. And that's really picky again. So I, I don't expect you to make that choice, but I would definitely look at the Chinese herbs and the sweeteners in your protein powder when you make your final decision for you. Now, if you would like the chart of all the protein powders, like I said, I include how many calories they have, how much fat, protein, carbs, sugar, sodium. I let you know if it's eagleized, does it have Chinese herbs? You can see all of them and then you can kind of compare against each other so that maybe you might want to try a different one that's maybe a little further up on that chart that, that doesn't have maybe Chinese herbs, things like that. So if you would like that, And in addition to that, I'm including a new little packet I made up that has four different versions of what I call the Eagle Protein Shake. So this is the shake I made that's all real food. 
Even your kids can have it. Even a pregnant person can have it. Even a breastfeeding person can have it. My point being, there's nothing to caution when you're eating real food. And so that is why I created this shake over 20 grams of protein. I have four different ways that I make it now, and so I included the recipes of all four ways in this same PDF file that you'll get with the chart. And if you want that, all you have to do is go to earnthatbody.com forward slash protein powder. Again, www.earnthatbody.com forward slash protein powder. Go there. You'll be able to insert your email address so that I can send you immediately this awesome PDF. It's probably one of the best ones I've done yet. Some people call them a freemium. I, I need to come up with a new name. What did, I was going to call it. Oh, I was going to call it a freegal. Get it? Like an eagle, but it's free. A freegal. That's your free goal today. Get this PDF, it's awesome. Another way you can get it is if, you, if you're in the car and you, you're not able to get to a computer, you can text the number 44222, enter the word protein. It'll kick back a message that says, give us your email address and it'll send it to you right away. Please do not text and drive. If you are driving and you're gonna text, pull over to do that. Again, the number is 44222. All you have to do is type the word protein in. Thank you so much for listening to this session today. It was kind of a long one, but I hope it provided you with lots of fantastic information. If you ever have questions about any of my fitness nutrition programs, you can check out earnthatbody.com. Always check out shockthatbody.com because I have lots of fantastic fitness programs that are coming. Even the holiday challenge is now open for registration. If you want to learn more about the December holiday challenge, which is going to be awesome, it includes six new core workouts. You get six of my all new Kim's Killer Ab videos. Just go to shockthatbody.com for that information. And you have a fantastic, super happy, and super healthy week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Periscope. 